people of Earth, your planet has to be destroyed. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show, the world's most trusted conspiracy theory podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Olivia Haidar. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week, ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host, but I do have a guest in the room. Zach Johnston is here. Hey, how you doing, Adam? It's uh, been too long and I'm ready to talk about uh, UFOs. Uf- UFOs. I mean, we're not allowed to call them that anymore. They're UAPs yeah. now. Please show some respect. <laughs> I refuse. No, uh, okay. UAPs, UAPs. I won't be that guy. <laughs> Zach was on an episode not too long ago. It was a, it was a few months ago. I don't remember yeah. what we talked about. It was a, a similar episode to this where we're, we're just riffing. There's no notes. Yeah, we were uh, we went into how social media is sort of like MK Ultra 2.0. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, I should have remembered that because we've been touching on that a little bit on this show again recently. Yeah, and surely in the last few months, social media hasn't uh, caused people to have hallucinations and go crazy at all. No, no, social media is pretty chill right now. It's yeah. it's a pretty it's <laughs> it's almost like a resort for your brain, kind of getting on social yeah. media these days. It's really it, nice. It's, it's all sunglasses and shoes I want to buy and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's Instagram for me. It's yeah. just stuff I want to buy and people I ignore. Uh, and then, yeah. you know, just shopping. That's, that's, shopping. It's the, that's the only thing social media is good for anymore is shopping. I agree. Um, but yeah, man, let's talk about uh, all this extraterrestrial adjacent shit man because i have some opinions and i want to express them and i'm sure you do too you have some opinions on our current ufo crisis is that what we want to call it what do we call it if you want to call a conspiracy to gaslight the public a crisis then perhaps yeah um but yeah you know for me it's a funny thing is what was it this summer maybe last spring when that uh government official went before congress and I found it just baffling that the narrative that came out of that was like, government admits aliens are real. And it's sort of like, did I watch something different? Because I feel like that guy didn't say that at all. No. Like, no. not even remotely. Yeah, and, he, uh, he just said that the government is in possession of, like, alien crafts. Crafts. And the other thing was non-humanoid biological tissue or entities. Something like that. Where yeah. it's just like, so they have grass? Because that's non-humanoid biological. <laughs> like, you know, it could be anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's What's funny for me is like, so I mean, taking it back even to like the New York Times thing from a couple of years back, based on very shitty video from what 2004, 2007. The um, video we're the seeing tic- now. Yeah, the, the Tic Tac video. video. Yeah. yeah, I think it's 2004. Yeah. Again, like I see that and I think, oh, that's cool. But then it's sort of like, but that's nothing given. And maybe this is me being cynical. Um, have you seen a movie recently where they have CGI and make everything look hyper realistic? Yes. And you know, that, that, uh, you know, ability has existed since the eighties. Yeah. Uh, and I think we talked about this on the last episode I was on and I'm very, very reticent to believe anything the government puts out. Why would people take that as face, as face value ever? That's my question. That's kind of my question about conspiracy theories in general 
sometime. And comedian Ron Funches has a great bit about this, but like it's, I say this a lot. It's equally crazy to believe every conspiracy theory and no conspiracy theories. Like you have to admit it's somewhere in the middle. Like the government lies to us a lot. And whenever I'm confronted with that, my, the one I always run by people is, well, what about the second war in Iraq? Do you think we really were going there for weapons of mass destruction or were we going there over a vendetta and cause we wanted some oil? Like no one believes our explanation for going to Iraq anymore. Like, but that was also a coordinated government effort to lie our way into a war. That's a conspiracy. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so plain as day. And I don't want to get into like, Oh, we're the bad guys or there's this sort of like cabal, like controlling everything. But there are people who conspire to make money at our expense between business, military industrial complex and the government, because that's just a fact. I mean, I, I, if you, can't see that, then you might not be able to see much. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that said, I think for me, especially when we're looking at like the UAP phenomenon now, as opposed to when we were growing up in the eighties or even, you know, pre that in the sixties with the red scare and et cetera, et cetera, seems to me that it's really like, Hey, look over here. So we don't see what's going on over there. Yeah. And there's a really good quote I found in, um, I'll, I'll find it for you. It might've been in the New York times or even the guardian maybe where a journalist was talking with the head of general electric. And it was at one of those closed meetings where everybody's drinking and having a good time. And they're showing like what they have coming up in the future. And at that, uh, conference meeting, whatever you want to call it. One of the things that the head of general electric says is they're always 50 years ahead of whatever the public thinks the consensus of technology is. Yeah. And in that case, who knows what the fuck we, technology we have right now that we just don't know about. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, maybe we have something like a Tic Tac thing that's flying around like a drone. That's some advanced technology. And they're just like, yeah, we don't really want China or Russia to know about that or Iran. So let's call it a UAP. Uh, because key point, UAP does not mean extraterrestrial, nor never really did UFO. Right. This means don't know what it is. And uh, I think that gets to a point where talked about earlier like i'm not from the point of view that we're alone in the universe i like not that i'm a mathematician but it's probably mathematically impossible that there are planets out there where primates also evolved into humans like we did because there's just billions and trillions of opportunities for that to happen or dogs did or you know dinosaurs are still on some planets or i don't know diamonds did there's so many possibilities out there so i don't deny that but Thinking that they would come here now always feels like hubris to me. Like, why are we so special? Yeah. And it, I mean, people have proposed theories for that. And every one of them does revolve around like us being the most important. (laughs) Like if there's other life out there, like everyone's fucking with us. Like they, they really want to come check us out. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I feel like it could go either way in terms of, Like if aliens are a thing, like, have they been here? Because there's, I mean, there's theories that they've always been here. Sure. But what always concerns me about those theories is they somehow always boil down to, oh, and also the Jews. It's like, wait, what? How? How'd we get here? And even with all of this current 
UAP stuff, there are documentaries out there. We covered one not too long ago called UFOs in the Intelligence Community. And there was a guy, for one thing, like they have actual like intelligence, like ex-intelligence agents, which for starters, like you said, like, why are you trusting this documentary? It's all, it's all CIA that they're interviewing. And like the one agent who seems like the good guy CIA, like he's this kindly old Asian dude, but he's also CIA. And at one point he just like takes this hard pivot and is like, yeah, also there's like hybrid humans out there who have been like in imparted with alien DNA and you can like see it in their DNA. And it's like, Oh, that's not going to end in genocide someday at all. Yeah, exactly. Like that's scary stuff because there's also a guy who talks about how victims of aliens should get reparations. It's like, Oh, you're, you're jumping some places in line, aren't you, pal? Yeah. And it's, it's just, again, it always feels like such a distraction because it is like, think about that. It's buzzwords that people then can jump on and have a belief or a fight about, right? Like reparations. I mean, that is a buzzword that gets people's cackles up and you're like forced to have an opinion about one way or another. But again, the common denominator, whether it's that you did a great show on that documentary, by the way, those guys, whether it's, you know, the people that are on the Joe Rogan podcast talking about what they saw from their, you know, F1 fighter to, yeah. you know, the, the fuck stick at Congress this year, common denominator, all government employees, yes, active or inactive. And I know like Neil deGrasse Tyson has his detractors and attractors and things like that, but he does make a very, very valid point where the only, only pictures or video we have of any of this over the last 20 years is from a military plane. I mean, there are, and this is no joke, a million planes in the sky every day with people on those planes with phones and video. You're telling me not a single pilot in the commercial airline world between UPS, FedEx, United, Lufthansa, whatever, not once did they see anything? Not a single person flying on those planes sitting in the window seat? Not once? Never saw anything either. It just, again, I'm not a mathematician, but that does seem mathematically impossible at this point. Yeah, and even... The suggestion that, oh, maybe they did and the government stopped them from coming forward. It's like, well, why would they do that if they're putting all these other videos out? Like that that makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. If anything, they'd be like, and look, this pilot from United Airlines caught the same thing. See what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. That doesn't, that never happens. Never happens. And so to me, like it is kind of a, a math game at the end of the day, given how many of us are in the sky constantly and i know it's very um easy to think oh it can't be that many people because we aren't on a plane every day but again million flights just in the u.s not the whole rest of the world you know and you consider what they're three and a half billion just in china and india they're flying too (laughs) so that number goes up massively and uh i find it just very dubious that only government employees through only government videos that are grainy as fuck in the age of cgi like oh we don't know what this is doesn't quite wash for me. And then you have, you know, like the, with the gaslighting part of it to me is the, uh, those congressional hearings where that guy didn't say anything. He was just like, no, I can't this. I've seen this, but I can't show you. Yeah. That is, that's insane to me that that was even allowed to happen. And as someone who runs what I would argue is a relatively objective conspiracy theory <laughs> podcast, shit like that always bothers me. Like once I hear that, once Someone is like, oh, I got all the evidence. Can I see it? 
No, you sure can't. Well, fuck you then. I don't, I kind of don't believe you. Like that's, that's like the Hunter Biden laptop thing. Right. Like, right. Yeah, that's a good example. Like Rudy Giuliani has for the longest time been like, there's so much evidence on there. Like you're not going to believe it. And literally when an, an actual news outlet was like, can we see it, please? His actual response was no, you'll just try to debunk it all. And it's like, yeah, man, that's that's the whole point. Like, they shouldn't be able to debunk it all. Right. And, you know, it's interesting to me because I'm a, I think we've talked about this before, but uh, I'm a big JFK sort of conspiracy fun guy. Like, I don't, don't really get into the whole deep state stuff, but you know this theory. I, you talk about it a lot. But uh, the ballistics theory that you know, the, the Secret Service agents accidentally shot JFK from the back when the car hit the brakes or hit the gas and he yeah. accidentally fired his AR-15, hit him in the back of the head, and that was the kill shot. That guy actually went through the math, the physics, the trajectory, the evidence, and said, this is most likely what happened based on the evidence here. Here's my evidence. Look at it, too. Yeah. And you can look at it and be like, this makes a whole lot of sense. And, okay, that is something that I would like to see in the UF, or sorry, UAP, whether it be a congressional hearing or any of these, you know, colonels or, you know, fighter pilots or anybody who used to work at Area 51 come up with because nothing, not a single shred of anything ever comes out that we can physically see. And that being said, I am, you know, kind of reticent because of, again, the whole CGI and manipulation of pictures and things we've been able to do for decades to believe anything that would come from the government that is not actually physical, like picture or video. It's like, hmm. Uh, you saw Nope, I'm guessing, right? The uh, the movie that came out last year about yeah. them trying to get a picture of the alien. That yeah. movie f- fell apart for me at the end because it's like they're trying desperately to get a photograph of a UAP where it's like, who would believe that? Who in 2023 would think that a photograph would be believed? Yeah. <laughs> and so we're like, what? What? Why? <laughs> like, yeah, that, that reminds me of that thing where when someone's like, well, why would a person lie about seeing a ufo and people are like money it's like no one's no one's getting rich off that what are you talking about yeah but people like attention they like to have 15 minutes of fame you know they want to and there are all sorts of reasons people want that stuff and that's fine i mean i have a firm belief that a lot of the abduction stuff from the 60s 70s 80s when people could just tell stories and people be like wow man that's wild People like attention. They like being the center of attention. They like having a story and, you know, being the cool person in the room. And that's it's unique to all of us. It's not, you know, something that is, makes them malicious right. uh, in most cases. And don't get me wrong. I don't think they're malicious people or did it out of any sort of like, terrible design. It's just, hey, I kind of want to jump on this cool bandwagon that appeals to me kind of in a cultish way. Yeah, it's like when you see like an elderly retired military guy in a documentary like this. And you're like, well, why would that, why would that adorable old man lie? And it's like, cause he used to be a lying ass 22 year old. <laughs> exactly. And no one ever checked him on it. So he just carried that on into his adulthood. There are some truly shitty old people in this world. Oh, yeah. Don't fucking doubt that for yeah. a second. They're shitty when they're young. They're going to be shitty when they're old. And but, especially uh, if you're talking like a career military guy, like he's not, yeah. I mean, you're going to get some whistleblowers, but you're also going to get some dudes who someone pulled them aside and was like, hey, we need you to go out and fucking tell this story on the government's behalf. Oh, for sure. And so and if you're like a 
imagine you're an officer in the Air Force. You're not just a, a, a grunt. Like you've gone through university training. You've been in your whole life. You've had top secret clearance. And the government comes to you, or just the Air Force comes to you. It doesn't even have to be some conspiracy, shady uh, secret service organization. It could just be, hey, this is your mission. You're going to go out, and you're going to go on these podcasts, and you're going to do these interviews, and you're going to say this story with this video. You say no, that you're not doing your job. Yeah. And for a lot of people, they think like that. This is their job. They go out and they do it, and that's that. Yeah, and people, like, I understand. You want to be skeptical in life, like, but... You got to be skeptical of the government, too, when it comes to stuff like this. And that's the thing people fail to take into account. Like, we have something like 17 intelligence agencies. It's like, what do you think they're doing? Yeah. Like, what do you think their role is? Do you think it's just spying? Or do you think they're also maybe out there disseminating misinformation? Right. Like, yeah. well, it, like, that, like, mathematically speaking, it has to be that also. Like... Well, and we know propaganda works. Like, oh, it's yeah. not like some new thing like, oh, did you hear about this propaganda thing? You think it will work on the masses? No, we know it works perfectly on the masses when used correctly. And sometimes it doesn't have to be that hard. I mean, I think this falls into the UIP discourse now because there are so many people willing to take up the mantle that all of this is real in that all you have to do is kind of plant seeds and the people will, will water those seeds and they'll you know, reap what that is sown and they will spread that out into the world on their own accord. Yeah. Without even the, whether it's a clandestine service or the government having to push them or pay them or hire them because people want to believe and they want to have a story and they want to be cool and they want to, you know, some of them want fame. Some of them, you know, maybe truly believe that this is something that's real and need to tell the world, which I think people like Tom DeLong fall into where, yeah. I think his heart is in the right place. I don't know. I'm just assuming this from the way he talks about it. His heart's in the right place, but I would be shocked if he was actually on a payroll anywhere. I think he just really believes. And yeah, not, again, it's not malicious. I'm not decrying him, but it's also like that's part of clandestine services. That's part of propaganda. You know, going back to even if you want to talk about genocide, like <laughs> the Nazis weren't able to kill so many people because they put people on the payroll. They were because of propaganda and they got regular people to do it without yeah. having to be forced to. Yeah. And that is a similar way that this would work where it's like, Hey, let's just get regular people to think this is real and they're going to do the work for us. Yeah. And that has been mentioned about Tom DeLong in some UFO documentaries out there. I think it's Stephen Greer who is the one who has called Tom DeLong out mostly for just kind of like taking information that could be coming from the government and that could be intentionally misleading and just like running with it. Cause it comes from the government, like government access is a motherfucker. Like I think that's a big problem with the media right now is so many of our bigger media outlets like rely on their access to the white house sure. when it comes to information. And that's inevitably going to lead to them not questioning the white house the way they should because they'll lose their access absolutely and and that's that's everybody that's not just trump or biden or yeah Obama. that's across the board oh yeah and yeah there's like we've talked about the mirage men documentary a whole bunch richard Doty. that was his job was to go out and find people who were interested in this and if they were on to something either way if it was ufos he'd be like nah it's government shit and if it was government shit, he'd be like, nah, it's UFOs. 
And then they would give those people intentionally false information, wait for them to publish it, and then be like, look at this fucking obvious liar making right. up bullshit. Yeah, and that sort of goes to the uh, back to the MK Ultra of it, where it's just like, just you just got to you know plant those seeds, and the people are going to water it themselves. Because you know what? LSD and amphetamines are fun, and people are going to take off with it. Just like UFO conspiracies are fun, and people are going to take off with it. Because they're, I mean, we're a similar age. I remember it being a lot of fun in the 80s and even into the 90s where it was less about uh, sort of, you know, malevolent government hiding something and more about like, oh, man, what about the possibilities? Like, this could be so cool. And now it's sort of gotten into this whole thing where it's like, I feel like, what are they hiding from us? What are they going to do to us? It's going to turn into this race war where we're fighting like hybrids. And, you know, and like you said, it always goes back to some sort of Jewish conspiracy because of can't get away from that for some unfathomable reason. Yeah. And uh, the fun has sort of gone away. And it, again, it feels very gaslighting as well because they're gaslighting us. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not nostalgic saying, oh, we need to go back to the fun old days when it was just about, you know, Steven Spielberg and, you know, anal probes. And that was it. <laughs> but uh, it, it was always sort of a bit lighter back then. Well, everything was lighter. Yeah. And uh, almost seemed more realistic because it was, and here's my point. It was first-person civilian testimonials. All those people who were abducted weren't old military retirees or old spooks from the CIA or, you know, some somebody like that. They were like a, a farmer, a logger, a, you know, a, a diner worker who yeah. had these experiences. And without getting into the whole psychology of what they might have been transferring their trauma onto, it was still regular people. Right. And that seems to have gone away. I haven't heard a single regular person in the last 20 years be like, I saw a Tic Tac UFO outside the side of my plane. Yeah. And you would think if there had been sightings like that, they would be taken as a little more credible now. So there's like, I could see in like the eighties, if someone knocks on the New York times door and is like, I just saw a fucking UFO outside my backyard. Do you want to see the video? They would slam the door in their face. But now with the government putting out their own UFO videos, you'd think like any major outlet would be like, what do we think of this one? And yeah, we're just not getting any of that at all. And that's strange. It's curious, right? We're, uh, yeah. And again, I think going back to my, my point about the vastness of the universe, like I do kind of feel why would it even be now? Like when you think about you know the way we conceive time is going around our star, right? That's our view of time because that's what we know. That's not the time in the galaxy or the universe. That's a whole different concept of time that is hard to even grasp. Like, I am in no way an astrophysicist or can explain it, but it is not the same thing. Yeah. And so whether they're traveling above the speed of light or not and getting here, not getting here, ability, distance, all that stuff aside, maybe they did come here during that 250 million year period where there were just big giant lizards on this planet. And they're like, eh, well, take that one off. Yeah. You know, like, or maybe they came here a billion years before that when it was just volcanoes and brainstorms, you know, because that would you know, be funny if there's like an official map of the universe somewhere that just has us listed as the dinosaur planet. Right. And then we fucking nuke somebody someday and they're like, what the fuck did the dinosaurs just do? Holy right. shit. And that could be it. I mean, there's so much time just with this planet. What is it? Three and a half billion years or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, that's, I mean, there could be a hundred million year period in that three and a half billion years that maybe they were here. And, and there was like, eh, eh, there's another planet. 
sure something will evolve on it one day and then just carried on. Yeah, even the thing where people are like, well, it's it's the nukes. That's what brought them here. We nuked Japan, and then Roswell happened shortly thereafter. And then you hear these stories of UFOs like hovering over nuclear silos and like all of our nuclear silos went dead that night. And it's like, well, if they can do all that, why don't they just destroy them all? Like, if that's the concern, why wouldn't you just come down and be like, (laughs) nope, we're taking these with us. Like, if they can get here, they've got the capability to do that. Exactly. And also, I mean, not to be a whataboutist, but if they can get here, do you think they think a nuclear explosion or splitting an atom is that big a deal even? Yeah. They must have found some technology that's so far beyond anything we can conceive. Where splitting the atom might be like primitive nothings. Like yeah. they're only there. Uh, you know, they're they might have seen that happen on a million they I'm talking about like this is all real. But you know, they could have seen that happen on a million other planets a million other times with a million other evolved species that are just like, Oh yeah, that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah, that that would suck if they came down and were like, guys, there's a much cleaner way to kill millions of people at once. Let us show you. It doesn't have to be like this. Whole Nazi UFO theory where they're like, yeah. wait, whose side were you on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uncomfortable. I do also, like, there's also the argument where I, I actually kind of used to buy into this argument where, you know, our technology advanced so much in the last, well, since World War One, really, you know, where suddenly we have Bluetooth because of Hedy Lamar and we have, you know, microwave technology and et cetera, et cetera, you know, USB, you know, all this technology. But it's like all that stuff was already there. Like Bluetooth was in the sky. We just figured out a way to use it. You know, like yeah. cell technology, what Wi-Fi is on was already there in the sky. We just figured out a way to harness it. It wasn't necessarily something that crazy of a leap where it doesn't make sense to our physics on this planet or in this galaxy or whatever you want to call it. Where that's just kind of how we advance as a species. You know, like we went from, you know, rocks to swords to guns to bombs over a very, very long time. It seems like a short amount of time, but it really wasn't. It was a long time for us, right? Yeah. And so just because I have a, a mouse that has a Bluetooth connection to a USB port on my computer, I don't really see how that's extraterrestrial technology. That's just like, hey, we figured out how to use a wave that was already in the air. Right. Right. Microwaves are just, hey, we figured out how to make water molecules and something new faster through an electric you know, vortex in a box. Right. Yeah. It, all this stuff is explainable, right? And it might seem magical because when it came out, it was like, oh, wow. You know, there's that very famous story when uh, Tesla first showed off the remote control at a World's Fair where he, like, remote controlled a boat mm-hmm. and people, like, ran away because it was, like, this crazy magic. They thought he was a sorcerer. Yeah. It was like, no, he just figured out how to send a radio signal between two antennae to control one thing. And, uh, you know, when you look at it from a scientific point of view, not that crazy. No. And something I think about a lot and I bring up a lot is when the internet started, there was this idea that, oh, once something's on the internet, it's there forever. And that's not true. Like stop paying your GoDaddy bills and see how long (laughs) your internet content stays up. And I feel like it's at least possible that there have been civilizations out there who also got to the point where they were like, paper? We don't need fucking paper. We're storing everything in this fucking cloud management system, baby. And then when that civilization goes, that cloud shit goes too. And it's like, you were never even fucking there. Like that could, 
be us someday. Like with how we're moving toward storing shit digitally and relying on the internet to keep records. Like we are one, someone flipping the internet switch off away from losing a whole lot of fucking history. Yeah. And knowledge, like yeah. the reliance we have on things in the cloud just to run basic stuff. Very few people know how to you know, build a lot of things we rely on. And once that's gone, that's gone. I mean, yeah. there's also, I always kind of found this amusing. My old man used to say this. We'd go, like I went to school in D.C. And uh, we'd be driving around D.C. And it's all sort of Greco-Roman architecture, right? The capital, the, you know, it's pillars and marble. And I was always like, you know, this is really going to confuse archaeologists in about 100,000 years when they're just like, wait a minute. So they were over there in the Mediterranean, and then they disappeared for 2,000 years, and then they were over here in North America, <laughs> and then they disappeared. That doesn't make any sense, because because yeah. when you take a longer view of things, you're just like, well, then you force it to make sense, because you're like, well, they must have just came back. And so people think that you know, Washington, D.C. was somehow a, you know, a Greco-Roman yeah. out, outpost, because, well, the time isn't exactly right, but what else could it be? Right. Because that's all that's left. Um, and I feel like we do that a lot with extraterrestrial stories, but also the technology where it's like, it's got to be something that we don't understand because we haven't been told what it is yet. And, you know, there's this like really weird like mentality where it's like, oh, you know, people, people can't keep secrets. And, you know, we know if there's some crazy technology, it's like, motherfucker, do you know how most people found out we had the atomic bomb? It got dropped on their heads. Yeah. That's how they found out. That's how the world found out. Yeah. That's a theory I never buy. The one yeah. that says, oh, if we had it, we people would know. It's like, one, no, they wouldn't. The government is yeah. actually very great at keeping secrets. And two, I think once you're skeptical to that level, even if someone slid a picture of it across the table, you're going to be like, that could be Photoshopped. Like, right. there's for some people, there's not ever going to be any believable or credible evidence on either side of the argument, be right. it UFOs or something the government's hiding. Like some people just really fucking trust the government and I don't get it. Like this government, this one or any, any, I don't trust the Canadians yeah. either, you know, like, <laughs> <Of course. laughs> you know, um, it, it's funny to me because I mean, again, I'm trying not to seem like a cynic and, you know, going back to the, the thing in Nope where it fell apart for me, where, like you said, like if I saw a picture, yeah, I probably wouldn't believe it because uh, I have a hard time believing the Tic Tac video is real uh, or has merit or yeah. similitude, whatever you want to say. Um, and my point being is I don't know what it would take. Like, I, I really don't, like, I'm not sure what is that physical thing that I'd be like, Oh shit, this is real. Maybe it is just them actually arriving being like, Hey, we're here, bitch. And, uh, we're going to blow some shit up to make sure you understand this is real. And then we'll talk, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was going to say they'd have to kill people for it yeah. to be real. And that kind of speaks to one of the conspiracy theories that is related to the idea that the government is gaslighting us about all this and that it's actually just like government stuff that we're seeing right. in those videos. There is a, like the granddaddy of all conspiracies is the new world order conspiracy. Yep. It's been around a while. It's been around a long time. And a big element of that conspiracy is the idea that at some point the U S government specifically is going to pull a, false flag alien attack and use that as a means to institute a one world government that the United States is the head of. 
So Independence Day. <laughs> yeah, basically. And I don't know, like, I don't, I certainly don't want it to be that. But like, there's that famous Werner von Braun, I almost said Werner Herzog. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Werner von Braun quote where he basically says like, yeah, that's, that's coming. That's how we're really going to institute fascism in this country is through fake alien attacks. Yeah. I mean, and this, it's so funny because in most pop culture that is seen as a good thing. It's like, oh, we are finally united as one uh, to face this common enemy. And uh, first of all, we ne- we'd never do that. No, like we've no. never done that in the past and we will never do it in the future. Like we could barely unite as one to fight the fucking Nazis in World War II. Right. You know, like that barely happened. Uh, happened, but barely. Uh, you know, we were never united against the Soviets. And then sure, we, sh- sure. we sure didn't keep fighting the Nazis after World War II. We no, invited we, them over to help us set up the CIA. Yeah, yeah and NASA and fight the Soviets. MK Ultra. And, uh, yeah. And uh, where were we united when we were, uh, quote unquote, fighting terrorism? Like, you know, yeah. there's no, I think, said this last time, but I don't even see us being as united as we were in World War II which it wasn't universal. I don't even see us being that united now. If there was a threat like aliens, I, there would probably be just as many people who are just like, ah, it's fake, man. Like, it's not real. They're just trying to, like, you know, get our resources to trick us. And, well, that, like, maybe? <laughs> that right now is the other half of the UFO debate. Like, there's one side that's like, yeah, man, these, these aliens are, they're really, really bad. And we got, this is going to be a problem. We're going to have to fight them. And then there's another side of that community that's like, those motherfuckers are lying. And none of this is UFOs. This is government shit. And they are, this is going to be a false flag thing. That's not going to change once this happens. No. Like once they show up, that half is still going to be like, this is the government. And the other half's going to be like, run, they're here. And here's the thing. They could both be right. Like if the government does it, they are going to kill some people. So you will have to run. Yeah. And that's, that's sort of the the thing where it does become malevolent, where so many people are going to die for so many stupid reasons. Yeah. And it's just this continual, like what would be better for the military industrial complex, but not only a forever war, but a forever, a forever war against an enemy that doesn't even really exist. (laughs) Yeah. And that, is what concerns me so much about those suggestions about being able to see in someone's DNA, if they've been enhanced by aliens, like that's what people don't take into account about that idea of, Oh, well, once we finally see it, it's going to unite us all. It's like, unite us all in what? Yeah. Is it going to be administering DNA tests to people and eliminating them from society? Like, is that what it's going to Unite us in, because that sounds very, very scary. It's also a really good thing we've all been, you know, paying to give our DNA to uh, companies that now are owned by Blackwater. I mean, I'm sure that will come back to bite us in the ass at all. That is so insane to me. And it's like, yeah. you're fucked either way, because you've probably got a family member out there who's done it. And oh, yeah. well, that's enough. By now, yeah. Like, that's yeah. getting serial killers caught. <laughs> it's getting like... Yeah. Like, what if they can see that alien DNA in an entire family based on one person's DNA? Like, yeah, yeah I don't I don't know why people think those DNA registries aren't going to be used to round people up at some point. Oh, like, for sure. I mean, it's we're making it almost too easy. Yeah. I, I, it's such a dark thing to say, but 
you, you used to have to work hard to like commit a genocide against a specific group of people, like years of propaganda and years of riling people up and then actually carrying it out while keeping people riled up. Now it's just like, Oh no, here's the, here's your uh, call sheet. There's your list. Go off, do it. Yeah. That's, it's a terrifying thing to think about. And I don't know, like, I think one of the big problems is, so if that's happening, who's going to do anything about it? <laughs> like, it's not, yeah. that seems like an unstoppable force at this yeah. point. Like, we are hungry for some genocide in this country, it seems like. Like, oh, yeah. someone's going to fucking get it soon. Yeah. No pun intended, but it is in our DNA to do some badass genocide. Yeah, it sure <laughs> is. Like, I would even argue private prisons have been a little bit of a genocide, especially when you consider that a lot of the crimes that filled those private prisons happened because of drugs that we definitely did not introduce to the impoverished communities of the United States. Of course not. The CIA doesn't work in the United States. No, never, never, never. Uh, Yeah. That's what's funny, man. It's like not funny. It's tragic is the right word is that we're kind of fucked if they're real and fucked if they're not like there's no, it almost doesn't matter, which I think is the most cynical thing I've said on this, this podcast. But going back to my point about the eighties and when it was fun, that's just gone away. Like it used to, I used to think, Oh, it'd be fun to know. Now I'm just like, Oh, we're just fucked. If we ever find out yeah, because it's just not going to end well, uh, people will go crazy. People won't go crazy. Uh, and then the whole world will change in a way that I don't think people appreciate given the fact that in our era of unfettered capitalism, so much money to be made off of pain, which, of course, there are a million examples we're seeing all over the world from Armenia to Somalia to Ukraine to Gaza to it's just, yeah. the list goes on and on. We make money off of pain and people are happy about that. Like the amount of you know articles you see in the Wall Street Journal or Financial Times about, dude, did you buy Raytheon? Because you'd be rich right now if you bought Raytheon stock. You know, you went to Boeing, some Lockheed Martin, make some money right now. And it's with a straight face. Yeah. And those people would have the same straight face where it's like, we're fighting aliens. Are they real? Who gives a shit? We're making money. Yeah. Should invest in DNA registries right now. (laughs) Now that it's mandatory, they're going to be making a killing. Yeah. Oh man. And it's, it's, yeah, it's just tragic. It's not even funny. It's tragic. And it used to be like, like remember area 51, like, you know, maybe it was UFOs. But I think we all knew it was just like a place where they did research, right? Yeah. Like, it was a research site. Maybe they had some extraterrestrials there. It was fun. Who cares? <laughs> now, they almost got people to storm it a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like, which was wild to me. I love I that idea that, oh, they can't shoot us all. It's like, yeah, they can. get ready to die by alien technology that's actually just government technology that they want right. to test on a crowd rushing Area 51. Yeah, and there is that naivety. You hear it, uh, I was listening to some podcast, I can't remember now, but there, it was talking about the, uh, you know, the Cuba-Moscow thing where the uh, diplomats were getting, yeah. like, severe headaches and Havana shit. Syndrome. Sick. Yeah. yeah, Havana syndrome. And on that podcast, I was like, well, that technology doesn't exist. There's, no, there's, there's nothing that would do that. I was like, have you heard of, like, sound guns where they, they have a ray that literally makes you shake your pants and makes you throw up and gives you a stroke from just the sound waves? And like, there's companies that sell this to the military, to police that you can easily look up. And yeah. this shit has existed for not only years, decades. Yes. And 
<laughs> I guarantee you places like Area 51 have shit like that posted on fence posts. So, you well, know, they used they used it at Standing Rock against the Indians when they were protesting the oil pipeline. You don't think they'll use it against you? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I think Guantanamo is probably another thing like that. I feel like at least half of Guantanamo was just, oh, well, we need some place to test all this shit on people. And yeah. if we can Sickly. just throw like 15 people who we vaguely accuse of being involved in 9-11 and lock them up in Cuba forever. Oh, the tests we could run. Like we just talked about recently on an episode, there was a guy who for one is, was just now finally going to trial for having been involved in 9-11. It's like no rush. <laughs> but also a judge ruled him unfit for trial because the CIA had like tortured him stupid to the point right. that he like can't really talk anymore. Yeah. And, and like his and initial, sorry, that's, like that's his pure evil to me, like pure evil. And like his initial complaints when were things like they're, they're just pointing ray guns at me all day. And like, people were like, see, he was clearly losing his, his mind. And it's like, no, I think that's probably what was happening. And with Havana syndrome, when people are like, Ooh, who would be doing it though? It's like the fucking CIA is doing it. Like, yeah. you think they're opposed to testing shit like that on their own people, especially if they think it's not going to kill them. Like, they were slipping LSD to every fucking tongue they could get their fingertips on in the 50s and 60s. And you think, like, for them to test it on anyone else would be an act of war. Like, exactly. they have to test it on Americans. And, like, yeah. you'd never see that coming. CIA attacking their own CIA base with some kind of new weapon, but fucking of course they would. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we're handing out greenies to U.S. soldiers in World War II like they were candy yeah. to see what would happen. You know, like we've always tested on ourselves. I mean, that's uh, like you said, it would be an act of war if we tested it on someone else. Uh, not that I think that would matter at this point because no, we would do that. What's if we needed to? What's the world going to do at this point? We could fucking we could probably drop a bomb in the middle of Germany and be like, oopsie. And that would be it. Yeah. Like, that's, what would Germany do? That's why we really? elected Trump as our president. We are the Trump of countries. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, we got RFK coming now. So oh, <laughs> I feel Dude, like it could uh, happen and I don't like it. No. And he's, I feel like he would be very much on the uh, UF or UAP extraterrestrial invasion train because uh, he'd probably be one of the ones that actually believed it and was the one who spread the gospel without them actually having to turn him because he's not a bright man. No, no, he's a, uh, he's a problem in a mat. Like if you told me in the nineties that one Donald Trump was going to be our president and it would fuck up our country a whole lot, I'd probably believe that. Yeah. But then if you were like, and then a Kennedy is going to come along and it's going to get so much worse. I'd be like a Kennedy. No, they're pretty chill. Right. Yeah. You want to know something shilling. So I, I shilling. Chilling. I went to vote as uh, in the morning at the high school here, and I noticed there's a. I'm in a very sort of purple county in Kentucky, so mm -hmm. pretty liberal. A lot of you know, kindness is the answer. Placards and on front of houses, and you know, everybody, yeah. all that stuff. And Andy Bashir, you know, posters and and signs in most yards. Went to vote. Came back that morning. I would say, and this is of course just anecdotal of what I saw. But most of the Andy Bashir signs had changed to RFK signs be between before the election and after. I don't like that. That's not good, man. 
Because no. those didn't change the Biden signs. They changed the RFK signs. And this is a very rich, educated county in Kentucky, which take that for what you will. But uh, that's not a good sign, dude. Because that was in 2015 when I saw, went home to Mason County in Washington. And I saw all those Trump signs. It was like, oh, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> yeah, now that RFK is running as an independent, that really changes everything. Because when he was trying to run as a Democrat, I was like, <laughs> cute. That's not going to work. But now, and with all these polls coming out, like, hey, he's pulling ahead of both of them. It's like, yeah. fuck, I could totally see that happening. And he's he's a spreader of misinformation. He's the perfect candidate for the military industrial complex to be like, Mr. President, the aliens have arrived. We need to do something now. Yeah. And he'll jump into action of like, are they putting the, are they putting the bad things in the vaccine? Because we'll stop that first, <laughs> you know, cause again, not a bright man. Yeah. Do you think he would get assassinated? That would just be such a fucking <laughs> Some irony right there. Because I, mean, I, I, I loathe to think who his VP would be. Oh like, my God. Yeah. Probably some like Steve Bannon or some shit. Yeah. And next yeah, thing you know, suddenly. president Steve Bannon. Yeah, it will be somebody wild and well, like somebody, it's not going to be good. Not going to be good at all. And, no. oh, man. and uh, yeah, sort of getting back on topic. How do you sort of feel like you know, you're privy to the stuff you keep up with a lot of the information? Like, how would you feel like if, say, tomorrow morning it kicked off CNN, you know, MSNBC, RTE, Deutsche Welle, all those like they're here. We don't know what's going on. What would it take for you to believe that it was real or would you just? Be like, oh shit, it's it's real. Well, here's here's the thing. It's it's almost like God. It doesn't matter if you think God is real. God is such a presence in the world and fuels so many people's decisions and beliefs that God is real, whether you like it or not. Absolutely, yeah. And it would kind of be the same thing, like whether it's the government doing it or if it's aliens doing it. The end result's going to be the same thing. Yeah. So my f initial reaction would just be, fuck. Yeah. Hope this, I die in the first blast. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be bad. And it would almost, I think, be worse if they just show up and want to talk. Like, it would almost be better if it's just war right away. Because right. I don't, again, that thing about alien DNA really makes me nervous. Because, again... That comes from American intelligence in that documentary. And if that story comes out that, hey, there are those among us who have a little extra in them because of the aliens, and that is bad for society, and that is why everything that's wrong in society is wrong. Like, that, and, again, what are we uniting around? It could be and, that. And we've, as a species, done so much worse. I mean... Go to the Khmer Rouge and look up Pol Pot. People yeah. who wore glasses were rounded up and genocide. Glasses, you know, like we, we yeah. like it can be that simple, and it's terrifying. But uh, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it would matter if it was real or not. It's just like, well, we're, we're fucked either way. Um, I would though, if it was the '80s, me, I would very much be like, can I just go with you guys? Yeah, <laughs> if it was real. Can, can I just leave? <laughs> like. I, like Take me anywhere. I just want to see what's out there. Maybe my face will melt off from the uh, friction of traveling at that speed, but eh. Yeah, it, I think it would also kind of be a relief. Like, yeah. just fine. Okay, let's 
whatever this has been building up to, let's get it over with. Right. And yeah, I'd be interested to see what comes out of that craft. Man, back when Dane Cook was funny, he had a really good joke about that where he was like, what if UFOs land on the White House lawn and a bunch of hundred foot tall Native Americans get out? And it's like, oh, we're fucked. God damn it. God damn it. And I would just be like, score. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would yeah. also kind of be like, oh, this is funny. This, yeah. we're all going to die and we deserve <laughs> it. Yeah, this yeah. is very funny. Uh, yeah, that is a very good bit. Um, yeah, and that's just it. I mean, not to be a sort of Debbie Downer, but I, I feel like if any of this shit is real, like in the grand scheme of the universe, the beings, entities, technology is probably so far beyond anything we can comprehend for them to travel those distances that maybe they are here and we don't even see it because we just don't, there's no way for us to comprehend or get it. And that's not to say that we can't see what's in front of us. Of course we can see what's in front of us, but there are things we can't see that are all around us that, you know, that, you know, keep our lives moving, whether it be radio waves or, you know, sound waves, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, I, I do, I do not believe in the, what Fermi said where it's like, Oh, if there is anything out there, it's it's too far and too few to will that we'll ever know. Don't know that man. There's trillions of planets out there, trillions of star systems. Like who knows what the fuck's out there? Yeah, and if they but, came here, they would obviously be using technology we don't have in that. Yeah, like but, at all. <laughs> yeah, and like there's so much about space we don't know. Like one of the suggestions about when aliens have actually visited is. Man, they could have just taken a fucking wrong turn. Like they might, because the thing I always bring up about Roswell is we act like there was this like lust for that technology they had. And it's like, you mean technology that can't stay in the skies over Earth? Because we already had technology that could do that by then. Yeah. But there's like hundreds of UFOs crashing. Like there weren't hundreds of plane crashes at the time. Like that suggests it wasn't that advanced which makes me not believe the story yeah yeah and i my my theory on that is they were testing out some nazi technology they brought over from germany or wherever and they were just trying to figure out some sort of you know backdoor into whatever they were doing maybe it was drones that they were working on you know over there and they were trying to you know so they were starting to mimic that and oh no somebody saw it now they have to cover it up it's a weather balloon there's so going back to our original point, there's so much technology right now that we have no idea exists. Yeah. And so the idea of a Tic Tac being able to maneuver like that in a grainy video from 2007, maybe it is a 100% real video of technology where we leaked that out through the New York times and through official government officials as almost uh, like, Hey, we're going to put China and Russia and Iran, and all these countries kind of on notice. Be like, Hey, we got this shit coming. So you better watch out because we're going to leapfrog in front of you and we'll, we'll destroy you with it. Maybe yeah. it's just simply that where there's like, oh, maybe we'll just shit their pants a little bit with what we got going on over here. Just in the same way that all the stealth bomber stuff leaked out in the, in the 70s and 80s where it's like, oh, we got something coming, bitches. So you better watch out, um, which is shit we do, too. We are we are the bullies on the corner of the block. I keep forgetting the name of it. Let me see if I can put my world class Googling skills to use here, but there is a, I started typing the word there. As I said there, <laughs> but there's a government 
there's like this military jet that is rumored to exist. And there's so much information about it. It's like, well, it, it obviously exists. They're just not. Right. Oh, what is it? It's a TIE fighter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it is uh, the SR-72, a hypersonic unmanned aerial vehicle concept intended for intelligence surveillance and reconnaissance. Proposed privately in 2013 by Lockheed Martin. Did we just unlock this? Is that what we're fucking seeing? That's all it is right there. It's new drone technology. But it also says the SR-72 does not exist. Well, it exists in our hearts, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, who knows? Like, it's this sort of thing. Like like the, the head of GE said, like, we're 50 years ahead of whatever the consumer thinks we are. Yeah. So... There are people doing shit on on just regular computers and phones in that industry that we can't even fucking comprehend right now. In yeah. 50 years, it'll be regular old stuff. But, you know, think about that with like email and cellular technology. Like people were using that shit in the fucking 50s. Right. You know, like if you went to the average, even American in like 1955 and say, hey, you know what? You're going to send a letter on a device that fits in your hand. They'll be like, you've been watching the Twilight Zone. Yeah. And so... I mean, not to say who knows what's out there, but like you have to accept the fact that technology is being developed that we are not privy to. That is so mind blowing. It will seem like magic when it comes out. And then after it comes out and destroys or advances or does whatever it does, will just be everyday common stuff. Yeah. And there's a big conspiracy theory out there that we not only have all this technology, but some of it could like, kind of fix global warming and we've maybe had yeah. that for a long long time but because we are hell-bent on raiding this planet of all the fossil fuels it has while we can we've been like you know holding that back a little bit which that's going to put blood yes. on people's hands if that story comes out yeah but they will get away with it because they always do i mean I'll, a very quick story i was helping my grandfather install solar panels on his roof uh, up in british columbia in like 94, maybe 95. Uh -huh. And uh, they were the big, big ass, you know, proper roof size solar panels. And, you know, they had to be delivered in the box and I was looking at the box for instructions or whatever. Right in the corner of that box, there was a Royal Shell logo. So oh, wow. in the mid nineties, Royal <laughs> Shell was already selling solar panels to consumers that worked perfectly well, that would power an entire house. And so, you know, these big, massive, Energy companies, not oil companies, energy companies were already doing, you know, what was that back then super advanced technology, but what now we consider, you know, pretty advanced green technology 30 fucking years ago, man. Yeah. And it, they weren't hiding it per se because they put their fucking logo on the solar panel box, but uh, it was not, I don't, it was like, it blew my, blew my, yeah, my grandfather's mind that it was like made by Shell, really? Royal Shell? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and so... Yeah, who knows what they're doing right now, or what? What like to your point? What technology they have that would be like? Yeah, we could fix this in a snap. But you know what? I got a trillion dollars to make in the next ten years off of crude, and we're an energy company, and I'm going to make that trillion dollars. And see, that could be the like I don't know the good version of this. Like, what if the whole end game is to escape the culpability that would come with everyone knowing? Oh, the government has had the technology that could have pulled us out of this a long, long time ago. What if the entire end game of staging an alien visit is 
So they will bring us this technology and hand it to Joe Biden on the White House lawn. And we're like, yeah, aliens. And meanwhile, it's just like a dude in an alien suit inside a government vehicle that we built using the technology we've had forever. Yeah. Or, or it's a guy in a, uh, an Exxon mobile uh, truck. But <laughs> yeah. they, like, they, they just put one of those like magnet logos over it that made it look like a fucking <laughs> alien ship. <laughs> like, it falls off when they try to drive away and it's Exxon. But it still comes so, down from space. It's like, Jesus, yeah, yeah. that's neat. Yeah. I mean, to, and to me, like that is kind of more likely what will happen than anything else than, than, than extraterrestrials coming from 100 billion miles away. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could absolutely see the government faking something like that. That like even before people started connecting it to UFOs, that was kind of always in the back of my mind was like I bet they have something that could probably make an impact on global warming and they're just waiting until they can sell all the oil. Yeah, and then it's the right time for the profit margin to yeah. equalize and go up uninhibited and because at the end of the day, that's what those fucking people care about. They care about how can I make the most amount of money with this, whether it's technology, device, product, mineral. You know, it, it's the De Beers business model. Hey, you know what? There's a ton of diamonds in the world. Let's put them all in the vault and pretend that they're rare. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I don't not, know. Yeah. I feel like uh, my, my biggest takeaway from all this is you know, to people listening, you got to stop being gaslit by the U.S. government official employees saying, hey, I've seen stuff, but you can't see it. And then saying the government admitted that aliens exist. <laughs> like, that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it was the government admitting it, the people asking the questions would be the one giving you the information. When fucking Mitch McConnell comes walking out arm in arm with an alien, then maybe you you can okay. believe it. That's, that's kind of like the government saying it happened. But yeah, just some fucking whistleblower and like one thing we know about the CIA in particular is it's very compartmentalized and one person working on one thing has no idea what the other person's no working idea. on. So that's not the government admitting stuff. That's someone telling the government stuff, but also they work for the government. It's, yeah. it's not what you I think just, it is. Yeah, and I just don't understand people who implicitly trust the government, whatever they say. I just don't get that. And I, I, I mean, I get it, but I just like, how after all this? I mean, remember those meetings with Colin Powell at the UN where he was literally showing what we now know is fake powder to the yeah. UN Council being like, this is what they're doing. Saddam Hussein's developing weapons of mass destruction, blah, 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 blah. And it was all a blatant lie. It was a, I mean, to me, it was an obvious blatant lie at the time because obviously yeah. but it's like, Oh, and then it was proven to be a blatant lie. And then it was confirmed to be a blatant lie. And still people were like, but why would the government lie to me? <laughs> what could they have to gain? It's like Mark Simpson being like, why would the sugar board lie to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the government, they lie to you all the time. Like, yeah. and so does corporate America. Pfizer lies to you about opioids, you know, like yeah. shell lies to you about energy. They've been selling fucking uh, solar panels for 30 years and selling you gasoline. You know, like they lie. They want money. Yeah. Like, Watergate and, was a conspiracy theory until it wasn't. Yeah, right. But MK Ultra was a conspiracy theory until it wasn't. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, it, it's gotten to the point where healthy skepticism is a good thing. 
Yeah. And people seem to have forgotten that. Yeah. And like a thing you mentioned earlier, like don't ever lean on the idea that, oh, if the government had it, we would know. No, like, I, know. I can't tell people enough that in the 60s and 70s, the government, the CIA specifically, developed an assassination tool called the shellfish toxin gun. Yeah, which very real thing. Yeah. And people are like, <laughs> okay, I mean, they fucking showed it at the church committee hearings. Yes. Like, yeah. they were like, oh, you don't believe us? And the guy fucking whips it out of his jacket or some shit. It's like. Yeah, it is in evidence. There are pictures. There's yeah. a full report. Yeah. And it also, it makes sense because shellfish toxins are deadly. And you know what? It sounds like a nice way to die. Like, you just, like, you, it's like a pretty painless death. Like, they should, pro that's what they need to do. They're like, just need to come forward and be like, look, you know, we assassinate people. Let us show you a more ethical way to do it. Maybe you'll be on board. And then they just ice a guy with a fucking shellfish gun on live TV. He just passes yeah. out. And it's like, oh, peaceful death. It's always funny to me. And I, I do not mean this in a uh, supportive way at all. I just found it amusing when uh, Trump, after he got in office, he was doing an interview with somebody I was like, but uh, Putin kills people. He's like, yeah, and we kill people too. So, <laughs> or uh, paraphrasing, but it was just like, and people were so up in arms, like, oh, America doesn't do that. And it's like, what fucking world are you living in? Yeah. Like, I, like I said, I'm not supporting him in any way, but at least he wasn't like, oh, of course, America's about blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, we kill people too. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Propaganda's a thing. And like, even the, the Putin kills people thing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he probably does. But you know who else kills people in Russia? Oligarchs. People write inflammatory articles about them a lot in Russia, too, yeah. and get fucking killed for it. Yes, they do. Yeah. Right. And so it's sort of a anyway, it's the sort of thing where it's like not to be too fair me about it, where it's like, oh, the distances are too far. What would they even bother doing here? But also, I kind of agree with you. Would it even matter if it was them or us at the end of the day and they showed up, showed up as in, yeah. you know, it, it kind of wouldn't because, like you said, the people will believe it or they won't. And at the end of the day a lot of people are probably going to die for somebody else to make money. And then here we are again. I need a shot of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it's really alarming because it's also yeah. the kind of thing. Most people are just going to laugh off until mm -hmm. the absolute yeah. second it happens. And <sighs> yeah. those are the people that will believe it the hardest also, because finally this is the like literally aliens landing on the white house lawn. Like finally, that's the proof I've been looking for. And it's like, ah, that could be fake too. You never know. And also again, the hubris that they've come now and to us. Yeah. Like I, I, just, just take a, give me a second here. Like imagine you're looking down at earth and where the biggest concentration of humans are, who are sort of in basic control of this planet, which is hubris in itself. Cause there's so many species that make this planet go round. But once you sort of look at Southeast Asia and be like, oh, well, that's where most of the people are by far, <laughs> like over half the entire population is concentrated just on this little corner of a continent. We're going to land there and yeah. uh, talk to them as opposed to this continent that's basically empty. I know it seems like there's a lot of people in North America, but there's really not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's really kind of empty in this country. Um, and you know, why would they land here? I mean, here, why would they land, you know, in the United States? But because we're great. They don't know that looking down. Yeah. And if they have been monitoring us, they probably know this is the last place you want to land. Oh, 
Yeah, why, why kick the hornet's nest? Yeah, the place with all the guns? <laughs> yeah. Like, granted, yeah. bullets can't kill us, but it still hurts to get shot, so. Yeah. It's more just like, oh, this planet exists, let's carry on. It's like when you, it's like, you know, when you used to go out, like, in your 20s, and you'd be, like, walking around town looking at bars, and there'd always be that one bar where you'd walk by, and you're like, I'm not going to go in there. I'll probably get knifed. Yeah, yeah. And you just walk on and go to another bar. I feel like Earth is that bar where you're just like, eh, it might be fun, but I also might get knifed. So I'm just going to, you know, <laughs> carry on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I I think you're right. I don't think I mean, I, I definitely don't think that the government is being on the up and up about this because I also don't like the whole. We don't know. Like we're, we're as blind to whatever's happening as you are. It's like bullshit. Like there's yeah. like they're putting these videos out like they're fucking. Have you seen this man posters? Like, <laughs> right. please yeah. just tell us anything about this. It's like, come on. 16 intelligence agencies and none of you know anything about this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. A million pilots in the sky every day just in the United States and nobody saw anything. And there's. We did a couple episodes about them. There were those CIA files that they had to release because of one of Trump's COVID bills, which is still yeah. such a weird detail to me. But it re like very early on, this was the concern with a lot of people was, no, 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 no. This isn't UFOs. This isn't aliens. This is the fucking CIA figuring out how they can use weird technology to influence a whole bunch of people at once. And correct me if I'm wrong, but also in those files, wasn't there a narrative that this, that CIA and intelligence community realized that they could use those UFO narratives at the time to distract people from technology? Like they, they yeah. instituted that as actual, actionable espionage and activity to be like, oh, well, we'll just get people to think it's UFOs and, you know, then they won't look at what we're doing. And it's like, that was the plan. Yeah, it seemed to be that the the first thought was, what are these things? Is this other governments fucking with us? And then the very next thought was, oh, can we use this to fuck with other governments? Right, right. And back then, especially, can you imagine? It's like, oh, let's let's really get Stalin up in a, a little uproar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it's so all this shit is so fucking petty, like way pettier than. I think any of us want to admit because it's just like, oh, the, the prestige of office and the, the beauty of, you know, these, this higher, you know, fetishizing of power and wealth that some people have where it's just like, oh, they're successful and rich. They must be amazing. Or it's like, or they're just petty pieces of shit who are holding on to their power and wealth by any means necessary. Yeah. And, uh, and that means you're just a line item on a budget to them when it comes to uh, how much money they can make or not based on your life. Yeah. You ever been to Roswell? I have not. I've been in New Mexico, but I've never been to Roswell. Here's the thing. Disappointing. It's right. Disappointing. For one thing, the museum closes at like five. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> and it's very, very small because right. it's based on the one incident that happened way back when. And uh, the only bar in town, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, that's a big, so it's a wash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could do worse for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, Shout out to some wings. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I... Felt felt safer at a Buffalo Wild Wings in Roswell than I would have at like a dive bar with really oh, yeah. good wings with a bunch of angry locals that hate tourists. Granted, yeah. there was still a fight at the Buffalo Wild Wings, but <laughs> of course there was. <laughs> it was just the classic Eagles Cowboys conflict. 
right. flaring up. Yeah, I've only uh, I've been to like some meteor sites, you know, so like uh, oh yeah, the one in Arizona, Winslow, Arizona, um, and things like that, but never like never extraterrestrial UFO related sites, just like more more uh, geological things. Which I always find fascinating because it's like, yeah, that's a big asshole that must have fucked this planet up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then you think about, yeah, maybe, maybe. Imagine that happening again, just like, okay, well, turn the lights off. Bye, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard anything about th- this notion that if this technology exists and the government's been holding on to it, what we need to do is put an amnesty program in place? So all the people who've been lying about it and killing people through global warming can finally come out and admit that this technology is real and we all live happily ever after. Because I say we eat those people once yeah, we find out about that's, them. That's what the guillotine is for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally admitted for those people. Like I, this, uh, Do you ever watch Letterkenny? No. There's a there's a great episode of season five called Hard Right Jay and uh, Jay Burrishell plays this uh, just maga douchebag who like comes to town because uh, the local middle school soccer name is getting changed from the Chiefs to something else and so he's like making a big deal about it with his you yeah. know cheeky torch friends and uh, a contingent of the show's like main characters are the Indians from the Reds yeah. and so when they go out to the soccer field to protest they're like hey. We're here to protest this. What about tradition? Blah, blah, blah. And it's back and forth and back and forth with, you know, sort of like the, the leader of, of the people from the res. And at one point he's like, hey, you know, you know, we may be right wing, but we don't practice violence. And the, the woman from the res is like, we do. <laughs> and then proceed to kick all their asses. And that's, it's the sort of thing where it's like, you know, I'm not a proponent of violence, but in, you know, we didn't beat the Nazis by going over there and giving them hugs. We beat no. the Nazis by, Nuking Germany by nuking Japan and turning Germany into ash and then letting the Soviets rape their women for four fucking years. Correct. (laughs) It wasn't like, oh, well, I'm sure Hitler will see the way of, you know, to do the right thing, like Charles Lindbergh thought uh, to his own demise. But it's like, no, like sometimes you got to fucking put somebody's dick in the dirt. Yeah. And, you know, and that's sadly where I think this country's going again, uh, not to get too off the tracks, but. Sometimes you got to put some people's sticks in the dirt to really get them to change their fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. So I think that's our episode, right? We did it. Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Man. I really appreciate uh, talking about this uh, wonderful UAP. Did I get that right? UAP? Yeah, it's UAP. Uh, conspiracy. Now. Yeah. Oh, these, these aliens in there. I don't want to get Just canceled to, yeah. for calling them out of their name. They are UAPs now. Uh, UAPs, which again, it does not imply extraterrestrial. No, no. Just means we don't know what that plane is. You know, that plane that's also dipping into the water. Yeah. Well, it's probably for the new James Bond movie, right? I'm sure they're going to have some crazy technology for that. You know, they got a one up Casino Royale. Yeah. Yeah. This is all just movie promo. It's for the next, it's the next Cloverfield movie. Actually. It's actually just Tom Cruise working on mission impossible 19. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Using time travel. Crazy. <laughs> Oh, man. No, this was a lot of fun. I appreciate the invitation. Yeah, thank you for doing it. I appreciate it. Uh, What do we got to plug before we get out of here? Where can people find you? Uh, You can find me on Instagram at ZTP Whiskey. That's where I post about my adventures in whiskey. Or you can go to uprocks.com where I write about whiskey every day. If you need any tips for, you know, the best whiskeys of the year, what to buy, 
that special someone in your life who's also a whiskey lover. You'll be seeing a lot of that in the next weeks. And uh, yeah, it's uh, that's it. That's that's I'm not on online in any other way. Very nice. Yeah, I'm I'm on Instagram. You can find me there at Adam Todd Brown. I'm also on Blue Sky, but you need an invite. Uh, and I don't fucking know my blue. That's so complicated. It's like Adam Todd Brown dot B K S K Y. Some convoluted <laughs> shit. Make that easier. Blue sky. And, uh, Oh, you can follow me on, uh, Substack at Adam Todd Brown dot Substack dot com. And I think that's it. Let's get the fuck out of here. I'm about to go eat a Mick rib. Zach no. say goodbye. Well, goodbye. Goodbye everybody. We love you. People of Earth, your planet is about to be destroyed.